2023. Happy New Year. Uh, me and Lori stayed up and we did get to see the new year in. Uh, I also watched uh, the uh, local station there, uh, NBC. Uh, they have people walking up and down the strip and whatnot. And of course, I watched it to see if I see any of you down there. Okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord, I can report I didn't see a one of you. Thank God for that because uh, we would have to have a talk. Especially if I see you with those big drinks and the umbrellas and all of that. But anyways, they were, they were uh, asking people what their resolution was. Now, I've learned, it's been a while, but I used to make those. And, you know, I would make them New Year's Eve and by January 2nd it was over with. But out of all of those that made resolutions last night, there was one fellow, and of course... He wasn't from here. He was visiting for New Year's Eve. Uh, I think he was from Texas or was it from Texas? When I asked him what his New Year's uh, resolution was, I was kind of shocked. He says, to have a closer relationship with God. And I thought, what a testimony. Everybody else is talking about, oh, I want to lose weight. I want money. I want all of this. But no, this fellow said, I want a closer relationship with God. So praise God for that. How many optimists do we have out there? Amen. That's good because that means that we anticipate great things for this coming year. Nothing to fear. Now, a pessimist fears what might be in the future. But I am an optimist. And the reason I'm an optimist is because I don't fear the future. You see, I anticipate great things. I anticipate that, you know, maybe one of these days Anthony might get him a wife. Amen. I'm not putting any pressure on you, okay? But, you know... Good night. I was already married a long time at your age. But my point is this. I anticipate great things, but the greatest thing I anticipate is the Lord could come back this year. And I'll tell you something else. The reason I'm not a pessimist and I don't worry about the future is because God is in control of the future. Okay? He is going to take care of us if we are his children, and what I mean by that, I'm not talking about family. There's a lot of people that are in the family of God because he created us. But I'm talking about those of us as his children who have been blood-bought, born again. We have nothing to worry about. There's nothing to fear at all. But he's in control of the future, and that's what cracks me up. Most people don't have what we have. They don't have that peace. They don't have that assurance. But thank God we have it. Those of us that are His. And as I was thinking about, well, Lord, what do you want me to preach on? I mean, you know, you find an open church today 
you know, most every pastor is going to be preaching on the new year and resolution for the new year and how to grow in Christ and, and all of that. And by the way, uh, why does it have to be New Year's Day that you decide you're finally going to come to church and serve God? Amen? No, we should desire to serve God every day of every year. But to make a long story short, I thought, what do I want to preach on? Lord, what would you have me to preach on? I want to make sure it's from you, not me. And he just laid a psalm on my heart. It's one of my favorite psalms. But we, as God's children, have nothing, no one, no thing to fear in this coming year. You know, lots of things can happen in a year's time. Death can come knocking. We lost some good folk this last year. Thank you, Sister Fawn, Brother Eric. Several have been called home. Sister Osaka. We can get become ill. I think of Pop. You know, Mom just gets over her. God heals her from her lung cancer. And then, boom, here's Pop. And I believe God's going to heal Pop. I just trust the Lord. I know that anything can happen. Nothing's impossible with the Lord. And he does answer prayer. We can all attest to that because we've seen him move through our prayers and the lives of our brothers and sisters. But in a coming year, illness can take place. Poverty can happen. Amen. We might be sitting pretty today. We might have money in the bank today. But we could lose it all. And if any of you have got money in the stock market, why don't you just give it to me? Because I'm going to tell you right now, you may not be over there at the Santa Fe pulling that one-handed bandit. But listen to me. The stock market is gambling. You want me to say it again? The stock market is gambling. Now, don't get me wrong. My wife has a 401k, and they invest that money, but it's still an old crow shoot. Sometimes you might get a little money, but most of the time you know it's rigged. Amen? But my point is this. We don't know what a year is going to bring forth. In fact, the Bible says we don't even know what a day might bring forth. In fact, James said, stop, you know, he gave us a great example. There were those that would say, well, tomorrow we're going to go and we're going to buy and we're going to sell. And James said, no, you might not want to say that. In fact, we don't know what a day is going to bring forth because life's a vapor. It appears for a little time. And then it vanishes away. He said, understand if it's the Lord's will. Say you will do this and you will do that. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he's talking about. If it's the Lord's will. And what James is trying to tell us is this. God is in complete control. He controls the future. Don't. Worry about it if you know him. 
Don't fear tomorrow because he already knows what tomorrow is going to bring. So with that said, let's get into our text. And I promise I'll try not to keep you too long. But go to, go to the book of Psalms. It's one of my favorite Psalms. Well, I'll be honest, they're all pretty much my favorite. You know why? Because it's God's holy word. And I love God's holy word. But go to Psalm 46. Very familiar psalm. And stand when you get there. Thank you, fellas. They have been taught. Praise the Lord. Parents, teachers, you're doing a good job. Psalm 46. Beginning in verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Salah. This is a, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad this. Excuse me. There is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Salah. Let's pray. Father, we love you and praise you. Thank you again, Lord, for allowing us to be here in your house, Lord, today. Thank you and bless each one that has come this morning as we start afresh and start the new year, Lord. We just pray for guidance. Pray, Lord, that you'll just Direct us in the path you'd have us to go. And Lord, ask that you would give us opportunities to serve you. And Lord, may we surrender ourselves to you completely. And as your son said, take up the cross and follow you daily. Lord, be the sick, the afflicted, be those it's our duty to pray for, those that's not here today. Just watch over them, bring them back to us. Father, above all, our prayer is if there's one here knows not Christ and the free pardon of sin, this would be the day. What a way to start the new year by coming to Jesus. Bless the service. Give me again the words to say that I might present Christ and feed your flock. I love you and I praise you. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Please be seated. This psalm was written... When Hezekiah was king of Judah and the Assyrians were encamped outside the city wall of Jerusalem. Now understand, the Assyrians, if you've done any studying, they were as bad an enemy as you'll ever have. You see, they were cruel. They were ruthless. When they would attack and they would take slaves... And prisoners, they used them, yes, like most nations, and they would enslave them and make them do labor, but 
But those that were in the military, they killed. But do you know how they killed them? They skinned them alive. That was the way they got rid of their enemies. The Assyrians were brutal. And the children of Israel, during this time, know that militarily there is no way that they're going to be able to defeat the Assyrians. And again, can you imagine being inside the walls of Jerusalem, God's holy city, and looking out above the wall and seeing just fires and thousands marching from the north? Can you imagine fear? And it's normal to have fear. Amen? But the thing is, the one thing Israel had was they had their God. Look at what he says. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Understand this morning that if you have God, believe me, he is our refuge. We're going to face things. We're going to face adversity in life. Things are going to come and go. There's going to be hardships, and I guarantee you, we thought 2022 was bad. 2023 doesn't look any better, but I don't fear because God is my refuge. You see, he is in the midst of his people. And the children of Israel recognized that their God, who is our God, was a refuge and a very present help in time of trouble. Anybody been through trouble? Yes. Been there, done that, but guess what? Because God is my refuge. He was present to help in that time of trouble. So what I'm trying to get you to understand this morning is even though we're beginning a new year and we don't know the future, we don't know what we may face, understand there's nothing to fear because the Lord is our refuge and our help. Amen? That's good stuff. That's why I don't worry about tomorrow. It'll take care of itself besides why would I worry when there's nothing I can do about tomorrow? But I know someone who can control tomorrow. Amen? What's that old saying? I've seen it on, I've seen it at, uh, where does time you work? Sister RJ, where do you work? Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby, yeah. You see signs all the time. What's that one you see when you go in there? I don't know about tomorrow but I know who holds tomorrow. And that's why we shouldn't fear at all. Now notice what he says. He says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not what? Fear. 
Therefore, now here the children of Israel are. They're inside the walled city of Jerusalem, but outside the city, Brother Ciro, is the encampment of the Assyrians. And believe me, they had a reputation. You see, everybody was afraid of the Assyrians. Because again, they were brutal. They didn't play. They came to conquer and enslave. But notice who their trust was in. The God of refuge. Notice what they said. We shall not fear. Why? Because they knew God was present. And this morning, I want you to understand God will always be present in your life and mine if we know him as our Lord and Savior. Always. You have nothing to be afraid of. And here these Israelites have complete peace. Even though outside the gate is the enemy, but they had a peace that passes all understanding because of their relationship to God. They knew who God was. And my question this morning is, how about you? Do you know who he is? Do you completely depend upon him? Do you have that peace? Now, most folks, if you knew the enemy was going to attack most of us would want to just ball up and hide. But they weren't worried about the Assyrians because the Lord was in the midst. He was present with them and he was their refuge. They could depend upon him. And let me just say, you and I can always depend upon the Lord. Did y'all get that? Always depend upon him. Now, look at what it says. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Salah. Notice what they're saying. Listen, yeah, the Assyrians may be camped outside the wall here, but listen to me. It doesn't matter if the earthquakes, the mountains move, the waters dry up. We know that God is going to take care of us. There's nothing to fear. No matter what comes this coming year, you can count on God. Even if it looks bleak, can you imagine an earthquake shaking the foundation of the earth? Can you imagine the mountains literally moving? By the way, that's going to happen. You read the book of Revelation, there's going to be some changes made. Amen. The waters are going to cease. Uh, it's going to happen. But what they're saying is, no matter what comes our way, there is nothing to fear. Don't you love what the psalmist said there in 
Psalms 23, David said this, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leads me path of righteousness. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. You know why I don't worry about tomorrow? Because he's with me, he's in control. Come what may. Life, death, Illness, poverty, he is with us. So as we look to this new year, there's nothing to fear. Not no one or no thing. Because God is still on his throne. Amen? Notice what he says. There's a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Think about that for a second. Now, understand, uh, there is not a river in the city of Jerusalem. How do you know? I've been there. But it is a synonym, a picture of the serenity that those that know God can have in their lives. Knowing that no matter what we face, the troubles that come, understand, he offers serenity and peace like a river that flows through his throne. You ever been there? Have you ever noticed things get bad, appear bleak? That even though you're wondering sometimes, Lord, what are you trying to tell me or what about you've prayed and you've prayed and you've prayed and no answer and you say Lord what is the deal there is still that peace that serenity that comes and lets us know he's got it under control you just got to have faith and trust him. What a Savior. What a God. Now, he says in the next verse, For God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. Did you get the children of Israel? knew that God was there in the midst. He wasn't early. He wasn't late. He knew, the children of Israel knew that God would come through just in the right time because his time is always right. Always right. Now I'll be the first to tell you, there's been times I've thought, Lord, you are slow. Haven't you? 
Yeah. Or, Lord, why are you going so fast? You know I can't move. I'm old. But God is always on time. And the children of Israel knew, even though they were facing the Assyrians, that in God's timing, he would be there to take care of their enemies. Now, you and I have enemies. We have adversaries. There's an adversary that would love nothing more than to close the doors of the church. Would love nothing more than to shut up the preaching of the gospel. Would love nothing more to discourage us to where we just give up and throw our hands up and quit on God. We have adversaries. But just when you think that I don't know, I don't think I can make it another day, that's when God's grace comes in, and that's when he comes to the rescue for us. That's why I don't fear 2023. I don't fear tomorrow, because I know who controls tomorrow. Amen? Praise God. Then he goes on and he says, The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, and the earth melted. You see, there were many back then that were literally, Brother Cyril, scared of the Assyrians. I mean, they were willing to just let them do whatever they wanted because they felt that there's nothing we can do. They're greater than us. But the writer of this psalm reminds us, listen, it's true. A nation may conquer us. A nation may enslave us. But listen to me, there is a God on his throne. There is a God that created everything and he has more power than anything or anyone upon the face of the earth. That's why we shouldn't be afraid. If we're living for him, we're serving him, hey, don't worry and don't have any fear. You see, we're reminded who he is. He's all powerful. He made it all. There is no one or nothing that has more power than our God. Nothing out there. So if there's nothing that can kick him off the throne or take away his power and defeat him, we as his children, why would we have fear? Amen? And then notice what he says. The Lord of hosts is with us. And of course, the Lord of hosts, Elohim. You see, it talks about who he is. His redeeming grace and his deliverance. And God is a deliverer. He delivered you and I 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross to redeem us. He has set us free. He has given us liberty and he has purchased us and our redemption. So if he's done that, do you honestly think he's going to let somebody come and take you and me away from him? It's not going to happen. Listen, Jesus said in John 10, and I give them eternal life. 
I give them eternal life. And no man cometh and plucketh them from my hand. And the Father which gave me them is mightier. And again, I'm paraphrasing. Then all and no man is able to pluck us out of his hand. Now, folks, if that ain't security, I don't know what is. If I got Jesus' hands around me, and then I've got the Father's hands around his hands around me, go ahead and shake this old squirrel out of the tree. Try it. Try it. Be like an old coon, treed. You ever watch the coon get treed? They hang on to that limb like you wouldn't believe. You have to shoot them to get them off that tree. Again, if, if, Brother Cyril, I'm in the Lord's hands, and God the Father's got his hands covered with his, who should I fear? What should I fear? Nothing. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And then it says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Salah. Children of Israel are reminded that God made a promise to Jacob. You see, God promised the children of Israel that they were his purchased possession and that he would not allow them to be taken away. That's a promise. See, when God promises something, you can depend on it. You see, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So this psalm deals with there is nothing to fear. This new year, we don't know what a day is going to bring forth. We don't know what's in store. But we do know there's nothing to fear because God is in control of the future. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, I would like to draw closer to him this year than last. I know we've all had failures this past year. We have. Times we should have done what he wanted us to and we didn't. Amen? There's times we've let him down. But you see, the good thing about it is this. What's past is past. It's done. Don't look back. We can only live for today. Tomorrow may not ever come. So today, January 1st, 2023, we are here And we are going to worship him. And we're going to remember there's nothing to fear in the coming year. Nothing. You know, the devil would love to scare you and I. He would love to scare you with, oh, maybe some of you are going to die this year. If you're saved, please make my day. 
Amen. Amen. Some of you are going to get sick. Well, we may. But I assure you, he'll give us grace. And what a witness we can be for him. Some of us are going to grow a little older. I know. You know, this cool, damp weather. Now, my knee, this knee's good. You know what's hurting now? The other knee. <laughs> Not to the extent that I had to have this one replaced, but the cooler weather, arthritis. I'm older. I have aches. I have pains. And the older we get, I hate to tell you, it ain't going to get no better. We're going to have more aches and pains. Amen. But we're going to get a new body one day. And you know what? When we get that new body, we're going to appreciate that new body. Because we're going to remember these old bodies gave us a lot of trouble. But here is my point, And I'll shut up. God is on his throne. He's going to stay on his throne. So you and I don't have to worry about that. Today, tomorrow, sometime during the year, sometime at the end of the year, he has promised that he could come back. We know he's coming, we just don't know when in the exact day. And my prayer for 2023 is my loved ones that aren't right with him, that aren't saved, will get saved, get right, and he'll come back. 2023 would be a great year, but we don't know. I can't sit there and look at all that's been accomplished over the years because that's past. A lot of times we like to look back, don't we? Do you remember God had to tell? He told Moses. And then he told Joshua. When they were leading the children of Israel. When they came up to the land of milk and honey, Canaan. He had to tell them. Tell them people. Go forward. Think about that. Had to tell them. You would think when they left the bondage of Egypt, they wouldn't, you wouldn't have to tell them a thing. They'd be running across the Jordan to get into the promised land. But no, they literally had to be told, go forward this morning. Child of God, Lone Mountain Baptist Church, we got to go forward. We can't. Stay idle. We can't stay in the same place. We got to pick up our feet and we got to move forward for the glory of God. So, who's there to fear? Who do we fear? There's nobody. What do we fear? Nothing. All God would want us to do is trust Him, have faith faith and move forward so let's do that this morning now if you're here this morning and you've never trusted Christ as your personal savior you have no clue what I'm talking about but listen to me 
If you've yet to receive him, the good news is this. God has given you this moment, this time, right here, right now, the opportunity to trust and obey him and receive him by repentance and faith. That's how simple it is. If he's dealing with your heart, won't you come? Child of God, yeah, we failed the Lord this last year. There's more we could have done. We can't do anything about the past. But we can do something about today. Ask God for grace and strength. And ask God to help you be more committed and draw closer to him this year. Would you stand with me, please? Father, that's the message. I thank you for your word. I thank you for this psalm and the encouragement brought my heart. Lord, don't know the hearts of those that are here, but you do. If there's one that needs to move, may they have liberty to do it. Thank you, Father, for your son. Thank you, Lord, that you're God. You're in control of everything. And Lord, you just ask us to trust you. So, Father, best we know how. Lord, we trust you. Lord, deal with our hearts. If there's issues with our heart, if there's a lack of faith, help us, Lord. Increase our faith that we might wholly depend upon you. Bless the invitation. May your will be done. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.